So I'm joined here by the Lowy Institute's military fellow, James Brown. So James, can you start off by giving us the highlights of the military budget in 2014? So the first thing I notice with this budget is that Defence has done very well. Uh, they've slightly increased their funding. Uh, they've had over $2 billion worth uh, of funding that was planned to be spent by the government in 2017, 2018 brought forward. That will help them pay for some foreign military sales equipment uh, that they're buying primarily from the US. Uh, will also help them with some other capability um, decisions also. The other feature of this budget for Defence is that uh, Defence has been asked to find more than $1.2 billion worth of efficiency savings. That's going to be quite tough. Defence has been through a lot of reviews, things like the Strategic Reform Program that was commenced in 2009, trying to find savings. Uh, there is not a lot of obvious fat left in the, um, in the organisation, so finding those savings will take some real decisions. Uh, part of the way to achieve those savings will be the announcement that 1,200 civilian positions will be trimmed. That is not as huge a number, I think, as people in the Department of Defence were expecting. The challenge for the government, though, is that there is just as much bloat on the uniform side of the military in the Australian Defence Force, particularly uh, in some of the headquarters that the Australian Defence Force has. But this government has promised that they will not cut uniform troop numbers. I think uh, that will be something they'll need to revisit in the years ahead. Uh, one other feature of this budget too is that positions within the Defence Science and Technology Organisation have been cut and the budget of DSTO has been reduced. Now DSTO is an interesting uh, organisation, it's quite large, it's got 2,500 people and I think it really needs to start justifying its performance and existence. It hasn't really been heavily scrutinised but when you look at DSTO, how many people it has, uh, it seems like it's lacking some efficiencies and lacking a bit of imagination. So I think you'll see much tougher scrutiny of the role and performance of DSTO. So we've seen budget cuts for health, education and DFAT. Why has defence looked relatively better in this budget? So there are two reasons uh, that def the defence budget is different to other portfolios right now in, in 2014. The first is that over the last decade, as Australia's GDP has grown, thanks primarily to the mining boom, uh, almost every area of government uh, has seen a corresponding increase in funding, except for defence and one other area. Over the last decade, defence spending has grown less than GDP has grown. So defence was a little bit behind some of those other departments. The second thing is, in 2012, we saw the Gillard government uh, raid the defence budget trying to achieve an overall surplus in the Commonwealth budget. They took 10.5% uh, of the defence budget away. They reprogrammed some of it into later years some very arbitrary cuts, and that really disrupted uh, the program of uh, modernisation for the Defence Force. So both sides of politics agree that we need to modernise our Defence Force, we need to catch up on that funding, and that's why you're seeing Defence look relatively better in this budget than all the other areas like health, education and, and DFAT. So we've seen cuts in DFAT, but also seen Defence do well. What kind of direction is the Australian Government taking in regards to Defence and how it engages with the world? So those cuts in DFAT were surprising, particularly from Julie Bishop, who has uh, had a lot of sympathy for reports like our Diplomatic Deficit Report. And given that the government's uh, focus is on engaging with Asia, particularly Southeast Asia, uh, and, and also countries in North Asia like Japan, China and Korea, uh, having that amount of money taken out of the DFAT budget is going to be particularly problematic. Uh, it's going to make it hard for defence to do defence diplomacy as well. Uh, I think the government is 
serious about the role it expects uh, Australia to play in the world. It's serious about defence. So the government said that it will grow defence spending to 2% of GDP within the next decade. Uh, that means um, more than $8 billion worth of spending on current levels to get it up to 2%. Uh, over the next decade, that's an enormous amount of money, perhaps $50 billion if they start ramping up over the next few years. This shows us that they are taking defence seriously, but it doesn't yet prove that they're going to put spending on a trajectory towards 2% of GDP.